Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. Some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, it was our first show back together for four days, so we had a bit of ground to cover. Really? You seem very anxious to talk about England-Spain like it happened last <laughs> night. <laughs> Never mind. That was well, that's my first chance to mention it. So anyway, yeah, it. we didn't we didn't dwell on that. I set you a maths there. problem. That was quite interesting. Well, yeah, if you say that. But yeah, you'll hear that it involves Ronald McDonald and Usain Bolt. Don't well, ask. I don't know where it came from. Well, um, the Guardian, actually. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And uh, uh, what else? We had a chat. And, we did. Uh, uh, don't ask me. Don't ask me. It's quite yes. entertaining New today. New version. New yeah. version. T20. And Brompton Bikes, hmm. they have a world championship and they race on them. Who knew? I didn't. Well, we spoke there to the go. gaffer of that company and he told us more about it. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yes, good afternoon, Paul. Was you were down in the West Country, Down in Devon, you? lovely part of the world, <clears throat> beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we had a great time. It was really well, I was on my travels. I was, um, I was up on sort of Merseyside this weekend, mm. and I took in a bit of non-league football. Yes, and they seemed very <clears throat> delighted that you were at the match. Well, I enjoyed it. It was great. It was um, a um, family friend. We went up there, and, and she was, she's got a cryotherapy centre up there in Prescott, and she was, mm. all, she was sponsoring the game, Prescott Cables. Um, versus Runcorn Linnets. And I've yeah. mentioned that to Bob, and Bob got all dewy-eyed. He said, there's a dying number of teams named after birds. We were going through them all oh, then. Oh, yeah. Abridge Swifts. Swifts. There's not many. <laughs> no. It's true. Um, but, yeah, it was a, an eventful game. Um, Runcorn had two men sent off in the first half. One with deliberate handball on mm. the line. And I think the ball was over the line anyway, so it was fairly well, pointless. Didn't have, uh, no goal VAR. Line, no goal line. No go, goal line. Go line. No, no, there was no <laughs> goal line technology. <laughs> I don't no. know what that is. Um, and another one for what looked like a stamp. So oh. nine men were uncalled. But of course, oh. and it's one all at half time. Hmm. And it's always hard against nine men. They kind of get deeper. You get more panicky. Were you behind the goal or in the No, no, I was just, in the, just kind of standing up. That was the other thing. I'd, just the pure joy of watching a game of football, standing up with a pint in my hand. Oh, yeah. You, you, get, you forget about the love, simple pleasures yeah. of that. It was, uh, it was yeah. brilliant. It was a really good game and a lovely club. And... Uh, they're on the up. I think they're looking for promotion this year. So yeah, thanks for everybody. Did you try the uh, cryogenic therapy? I've, I've not. I was offered. I've, I did, I've got nothing that particularly needed freezing, <laughs> but it, it's very good. They, they, she looks after all of the players there, and, oh, and it's, okay. been, it's been a success from that point of view. No, so. I remember when Alan and Ronnie Ronnie went down to... They were cryogenically... Uh, frozen. Right. <laughs> Alan's just been unfrozen. 
I think Alan was actually born in 1750. <laughs> if you look very closely, there's bits of him that turn, turn up in Samuel Pepys' diaries. Talking, talking. To Scotland to meet Alan Brazil. <laughs> Lord Alan of Brazil. It's all in there. Well, it's amazing, isn't it? Mm. Uh, talking of that, they, yesterday the papers had a piece on Bamba Gascoigne. Oh, really? It says, historian and university challenge star Bamba Gascoigne, 83, is barely recognisable as he takes a stroll. Well, what a surprise. You mean not, he doesn't look exactly the same as he did 50 on, years ago? He's been on telly for 50 years. He, he would have what changed a, surprise. a bit. Yeah. I don't think he looked that different mm. to me. Look, there he is, Bamba. All right, he's got white hair, but you'd still know that was Bamba Gascoigne. Oh, right? that's Bamba Gascoigne all day, that is. It's either <laughs> that all day. That's, or that's <laughs> very football. Or that's, or that's <laughs> Tilda Swinton's. Uh, latest yeah. part she's playing. Could yeah. be, no, I think, oh, so I think it is Bamba. Now, uh, now talking of while we're you, doing the on. contemporary references, yeah, because um, normally you come back from a trip away and you've got a dozen ridiculous. You've had a, had a fight with someone <laughs> or ridiculous things have happened to you that never happened to me. Yeah. But uh, in this case, yeah. all you had for me was that the barman in the hotel that you were staying in was the image of Arthur Askey yeah, to the point where you felt Arthur had gone and done a summer season down in. <laughs> Exeter or whatever, <laughs> and, uh, talking, and that a dalliance. I mean, I'm sure that isn't true, Askey family, but he think it was. He looked so much. He like really him. looked like him so much to the point that I, I kept seeing big-hearted Arthur and yeah. I thank you and playmates. Yeah, to the point the wife wanted to punch me. He <laughs> did look like him though. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so there he is. But Michael uh, Carrick cake. We, we didn't want these, <laughs> Jonathan. Don't want them at George all. Mary Berry Ken. We don't want these. Please. I, uh, I enjoyed seeing one of the great sights on Saturday was David Louise diving in <laughs> in a reckless manner yeah. and conceding a goal while running back into the frame. That was so, that was a great feature of his first period at Chelsea. Mm. And uh, well, what a, what a I great somebody the towering was, header for the equaliser. Let's give him a bit of credit. Oh no, no, that was a great, terrific, league, wasn't it? terrific. Yeah. Oh no, he's been playing great as well, mm. and uh, and he had a good game. It was just it was just a mad moment. He's just got those mad moments. <clears> and I know somebody was standing very near. The, the, the instance he thought it was going to decapitate yeah. Juan Mata you know but he, he didn't fortunately he yeah, got he got a great reception from the fans yeah he and did I when think, he went off as well didn't he I do think we're going to talk to Henry about this yeah, in a moment we'll talk, we? we'll yeah we are this. you've got your theories on him which we'll yeah, put yeah. to Henry the, the hack is back have you noticed this in the last few months, we've seen some old school hacks that, um, I mean, we saw the one the other day from Leroy Sane, an old school just oh, that a was hack. A, oh, it was. That was um, I thought that was a red card. We had the one in the um, in the Cardiff game the other week. Mm. Harry Arter gave us an old school hack recently. Oh, yeah. no, just do. when, you know, the ball's gone and you have a good old swipe at the legs. <laughs> it's not good, right? Um, but, I mean, Ron Harris... I mean, if you go back and watch the 1970 FA oh, yeah. Cup final, there's about 12 of those in about the first five minutes. <laughs> no, there was. Proper I mean, old school it, it looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It was interesting, though, in the weekend, because I thought all the teams apart from City were suffering from international lag, really. <clears throat> they, yeah. You know, to, Chelsea just weren't quite on it. They, you know, they, they ran out of steam. And uh, I thought just other Spurs weren't particularly at it, and they needed no, no, a race. You know, and no, West Ham very unlucky. Liverpool were a bit fortunate against Huddersfield, but I think I don't know what it is about the international break. But then City come along, <laughs> and I said, when you sit down to watch Match of the Day, I don't care who you support. If you're a football fan, a fan of football, mm. you have to love the way yeah. they play. I mean, it's, oh, it's great to watch. They, they, as long as Pep's there, they're going to win it. They are. Mm. You, you, Liverpool might run them close, but they're going to win it. They are. Painful old day for Joe Hart, you could tell. I mean, you don't often see a goalkeeper really take it out on the post like that after the fifth goal went <laughs> yeah, in. No, of course, embarrassing God. for him. Yeah. You know. And not like Burnley to go and sort of no. lose like that. But, you know, they, they can do that to anybody, City. So this afternoon, we're going to be joined by uh, Henry Winter very shortly. We'll, we'll talk a bit of Joe's there. I mean, normally, 
you see an incident and you think, oh, well, yeah, he, he kind of deserves a ban for that. But I think public opinion is that he doesn't. I certainly don't but think that, he should. He definitely doesn't. He, wasn't, he, he didn't do anything wrong. No, but, but there are people suggesting that he could because he's got this other one hanging over his head. But, you know, I don't think you can blame him for that. No. And you, you, I mean, you watched that game the other day. And uh, it proves that he's still got a lot about him as a coach, isn't it? Whatever yeah. anybody says. We were, we both, my son and I, we turned around, we've been Mourinho, dear. Yeah. Jorginho never touched the ball, you know, hardly. And uh, Hazard was nullified, not entirely by fair means, to be mm. fair. But you're kind of used to that. Yeah. Really. And, uh, you know, and so Chelsea really, by the, especially the last half hour, was all United. You know, they, I thought they were going to go on and win 3 yeah. or 4 1, really. They, but fair play to Chelsea, they kept going. And, and, uh, Please for Barkley. Had a, we haven't talked about it. It'd be a great game for mm. England. We're fantastic the other night, weren't we? On uh, Monday. Oh, so, Blum, you're going back to Monday. No, yeah. I am. <laughs> well, I'm, just getting, not I'm just getting warmed up. Do you want to talk about England versus <laughs> Spain? <laughs> no, 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 I want to do England-Germany in the oh, okay. 1966 World Cup. Great, that's good to hear. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Bit of housekeeping, though. Uh, Bob from Arbroath was listening to our chat. He yeah. knows about all these VAR questions. Yeah. Uh, you, you were right. Well, you can't question the corner. So w- that, You can't you know, go back after a goal's been no. scored from a corner and question so whether nothing, Solly nothing, March has nothing, touched it yeah, or not. Nothing Newcastle could have done. So I asked him about the Sane one, and he says that, uh, yeah, Sane would be checked and changed. Yeah, because it led yeah. them uh, to a goal, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, so the only thing that you can check, goals, straight red cards, penalties, and mistaken identity. Right. The free kick throw in a corner is given an error. The game just continues. Now, I saw a big picture today in the papers of uh, a man in uh, a, a suit riding a Brompton bike. You think, well, you see a lot of that all the time, don't you? The great fold-up bikes. Mm. Um, but this was at the Brompton World Championship over in Bern in Switzerland. Oh, I never knew. Who, who knew it even existed? <laughs> no. uh, here to tell us more about it is the uh, CEO of uh, Brompton, Will Butler-Adams. Will, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This was a new one on us. I've got to be honest. We 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 look out for alternative sporting events, but this is the first time I've I've seen the the Brompton event. Why? So why Switzerland? Are you big there as well? Well, of course, we do have the Brompton World Championship final on the Mall during the um, Ride London event at the end of July. Right. So we need to have heat all around the world to find the finest Brompton athletes. Okay. In their jacket and tie, obviously not wearing lycra because that's a bit much. And then they, of course, come and migrate to the great final on the Mall um, in July. Oh, so I, I see. So this was this was purely a heat, was it, for the big oh, final? It was just heat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we had a couple of hundred people racing from all around Switzerland. It was pretty competitive at the front. I can't say I was quite at the front. I probably ate a little bit too much of the curry that we had for lunch, which, which <laughs> held me back slightly. But it was technical, it was fast, and it was very good fun. Have you have you ever managed to get a, a kind of Sir Chris Hoy or a, mm. a Sir Bradley Wiggins on, on a Brompton to see what sort of speeds they could yeah, get Yeah, that's up what to? I was going to ask. Really well, we've had David Miller. He's been oh, racing. Yeah. Mm. I'm afraid, you know, he wasn't even in the top five. Really? So, you know, these guys <laughs> need to up their game a little bit if they want to compete at the Brompton level. No, I mean it's a it's a brilliant product, and you've had worldwide success with it. And it's obviously a brilliant thing for commuters. But how quickly can you ride them? I mean, it's obviously not like a racing bike. <laughs> well, we did um, a, a fun staff um, jolly where we pedalled from Brompton to Bollinger in the Champagne region because we discovered that the Bollinger uh, staff were quite keen on cycling. So they came to our factory. We showed them how we made our bikes. We made four Bolly Bromptons. And then 15 staff and four of their staff, we then pedal from our factory 
to um, St Pancras, Euston, popped on the Eurostar, got out at Calais, and then it was just under 300 kilometres in three days down to Reims. And we were all in our Brombies. It was pretty full on. It was 35 degrees. But, you know, they, they can cover the ground. I wouldn't say they're as, as, as efficient as a full-size bike. They're, they're not far away. They're surprisingly efficient mm. bits of kit. Do you get anybody doing sort of trick cycling on them? I just wonder, can you do a wheelie on a Brompton? Do you get people... Oh, you can using wheelie. Them? We've yeah. had people doing mad tricks. We've had people doing round-the-world travelling. We've got a guy, a couple going round the world at the moment on their Brommies. We've had people doing stunts. I mean, there's just no end. Obviously, the Bromley isn't designed for mad downhill. No. Nor is it... It's really not really designed for, you know, going on a grand world tour but that doesn't mean our customers don't do it no i just anybody has anybody mm. tried to uh, ride one around the world have you had that attempted yet or not yeah 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 we've got a couple doing it at the moment and mm. then we had heinz stuka who's probably the most traveled human being of all time he mm. spent 50 years um traveling the world on his on his bike and the last seven was on a brompton so mm. and he was you know doing hundreds i mean well tens of thousands of miles in the last seven years and uh, you could have a le mans start where the bikes are folded, yeah, and, the, yep. the and you've got to unfold have to the dash bike. to the thing, unfold it, there get it all that. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That would be I nice. I mean, the, the main thing is we have a situation where all of us learned to ride a bike when we were little. Mm. So, for example, in, in London, about 99% of us know how to ride a bike. Mm. But somehow, weirdly, only about 4.5% of us are actually, in inverted commas, cyclists. So our challenge, we are not, talking to cyclists we're not talking to the person who's worrying about two grams on their carbon fiber bike we're talking to just normal people who for some reason have forgotten that cycling delivers freedom fun it's a great way to get across town to rediscover your city and get people out from under the ground where it's pretty ninging and crammed and the air's not so good and get back above ground on the daylight today and Nip across town. Mm. You do, I, I, as your electric bike going? I saw it was launched a little while ago. How have they been doing for you? So the electric was a big, a big technical challenge for us because mm. we couldn't find anything on the market that was light enough for our bike. Because unlike most bikes, you have to carry ours when you fold mm. it up. Yeah. So we spent six and a half years with Williams, the fast car people, taking some tech out of their cars to develop our own drive system, um, and we are being steady in launching it we we are just launching it in the uk to start with but we've sold just under 500 it's going really well um and probably in about three to four months we'll begin to start selling it abroad and we sell 80 percent of our bikes to 44 countries around the world so there's a lot of demand but with something so innovative you don't want to be rushing you want to be just taking your time because there's a lot of learning as you launch a new product Good stuff. Well, fascinating. Good to talk to you, Will. So it is a great mm. product. Well done, and uh, keep it up. Great British success story, of course. And uh, and we look forward to the World Championship final. Uh, and we'll, well see gentlemen, you're fully invited. You know, you just start the training now, and you might be in a chance for a top yeah. place. Yeah, we could be. Yeah, we'll have to be doing. I'll practice my wheelies. Uh, cheers, Will. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks so much. Cheers. Yeah, Will Butler Adams, there, the, the mm. boss of uh, Brompton. Yeah, but you, no light crack. Got to be a suit and tie if you're in it. That's uh, so if you're yeah. in the World Championship. So, can see you on your little fold-up bike. You thought again. 
getting one, didn't you, a little while ago? Yeah, I did, but I, I just get put off. I have to find cycling, cycling in, in London. In London just seems, seems like a bit, not a great idea. It's a scary business. I, I'm kind of with you on that. I happened to us yesterday, though, talking about driving around London. Uh, we we drove into halfway into town. We had to go into town. We didn't fancy sort of, we could never park. So we thought we'd drive there. we get a bus into town. And as my wife got out of the car, yeah. she dropped her phone. Oh, right, yeah. So I get this uh, <laughs> text from mm. these people about an hour later saying, is this your phone? Have you lost a phone? And there were three French women had found this phone and they waited for us to come back, you know, and all this. So, you know... People are fundamentally decent, Andy. That is exactly right. If you spend too long on Twitter, you might not think that. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> true. People in the real world... Very nice. So he gave, actually quite they, nice. They put, sorry, gave them a lift all the way to Camden from where we were, because, you know... Yeah, they wouldn't take any money or anything. So there you go, very nice. I had one once where the bloke drops his phone out of his pocket. And I only noticed it after the doors of the tube had, uh, oh, no. had closed. So I sort of the doors closed. It drives off, and he's kind of looking helplessly. He's doing that, and I'm sort of waving it through the window, <laughs> and I, I tracked him down. Uh, it was in the old yeah. days before you could properly lock them, so uh, yeah. it was easier to track him down. And, and, and he yeah, well, that's that is the thing about if if her phone had been locked, then they wouldn't have been able to see who the yeah, lock. I mean, you do that for all the right reasons. Yeah. But I mean, you know. Yes. You wouldn't be able to see who the who last call was. So, uh, there you go. so uh, anything else, Andy? Did you oh. not? Did you? Was there no football down there for you in the West Country over the last few? No, years? I did. Uh, the producer did urge me to go and see uh, Torquay on Saturday with well, another a big win. Uh, first round of the, the first round of the FA Cup after brushing aside Winchester City. Yeah, Gary popped up on a local radio station down in the West Country, but uh, it seems that the researcher called the wrong number. It's brilliant. Um, and uh, Gary came on mm. air, and this bloke said, so what's the problem? And Gary said, well, what do you mean, what's the problem? He said, you own a skip company, mm. don't you? Gary said, no, I'm the manager of Torquay United. <laughs> uh, okay, he said, well, let's no, go back. That was the previous manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, there were times if some of the players could have ended up in a skip, but uh, things are looking up yeah. for the mighty Torquay. I've added them to my list. Now I look out for the results of Tottenham Hotspur, yes. uh, Torquay United, mm. and Prescott Cables. I'm, that's, three <laughs> that's three teams. That's three teams I'm now looking out for. I always used to look out for Hamilton Academicals. I don't any know. Why is that? I, I suppose I was Why have you lost interest? In, I don't know. I was intrigued by the name. I suppose in the uh, you know in the old James Alexander Gordon days, you'd hear oh, okay. that name, and so you'd think, well, you know, wonder how they've got on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Well, uh, we both noticed this. We were sent... I won't name the film, but we were sent well, in... Well, why a, can't you? Well, all right. Okay, no, okay, I'm going to say. Yeah, so, so, no, it's all right. always better not to. We were sent in a, a new film mm. and uh, the DVD and for us to look at and everything. Yeah. And uh, on the back of it, <laughs> because you always look to see who's liked it and who's in it, there's a credit here. It says, excellent, uh, in, bra- in uh, inverted commas, Ian the Moose Abraham stalks sport. And you think, yeah. Blimey, I don't even know you've ever even seen a film. But it's not, it's not the first person I turn to uh, when it comes to... Uh, but I don't know if he liked it. This is a man well, who never goes to see films, but if the moose liked it... It could well, be an opportunity. Well, he can't say. Well, it could be film's called The Bromley Boys. It's got oh, a very right. good cast in it. Yeah. Um, and it's out on DVD now, and the moose says it's excellent. <laughs> So, it, well, uh, with the news that Simon Mayo is leaving Radio Two and his great film show, it could be. An well, I think that may be Moose. continuing, but if not, maybe yeah, maybe Moose uh, and Mark, Mark Kermode Kermode. and uh, and Ian Abraham. So let's look at all the latest films. They're out the new film. Uh, John uh, John C. Riley and um, Steve Coogan, Lauren Hardy. What did you make of it, Moose? I thought it was excellent, Mark. Okay, that's it. That's all you get. From that's me. all he ever. You all he ever get. says is excellent. Looking at classic Casablanca. What was your reading of that? As we look at a classic Ian Moose's classic film. I thought it was excellent. That's all he does. That's all he says. Yeah. He, even, he doesn't even say I thought. It just says excellent. He normally hate. He normally say it's rubbish. So well, that is it. high praise indeed well, for exactly, the Bromley yeah. Boys. Yeah. Now uh, I was reading this thing about this mathematician, and he did a sort of challenge. He worked out. It's called Ronald McDonald versus Usain Bolt who we were talking about earlier in the show. In those shoes, that's not a fair fight, is it, really? <laughs> no, it's about who could eat the most chicken McNuggets. Mm. So the sprinting legend Usain Bolt gets into a challenge with McDonald's mascot, Ronald McDonald. Shouldn't this bloke be at work, this scientist? <laughs> What's he doing? Well, I'm telling you this time. You've got to work this out. Okay. Ronald McDonald eats one McNugget on a Monday, yeah. then doubles his intake to two McNuggets on Tuesday, mm. then doubles it again to four on Wednesday. Craig David? He keeps doing this, doubling his intake, intake so after three days... Ronald has eaten one plus two plus four. Uh, that's a total of seven. I can work that myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Usain, Usain Bolt. Yeah. Start, <laughs> Usain, Usain Smith. Johnson. Yeah. Usain Bolt starts off with 10 McNuggets on Monday, yeah. then 20 on Tuesday, 30 mm. on Wednesday, yeah. and so on, increasing by 10 each day. So after three days, Usain has eaten a total of 60. So how many days does Ronald eat more McDonald's in total than Usain? And it's actually, Have you been listening to Mike Parry? It's, What's happened to you? By the ninth day, yeah. Ronald McDonald would have eaten more McNuggets than Usain Bolt because his total after eight days, doubling up, is 255, whereas Usain's is 360. But on the ninth day, Ronald eats another 256 nuggets, taking his total up to 511. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently on the tenth day, they both dropped dead. <laughs> 
How's he going to get a contract for Central Coast Mariners when he's got that many nuggets in him? <laughs> exactly. He's eaten 360 in eight days. Yeah. Which is quite a lot, really, isn't Morgan it? Morgan Spurlock situation, as <laughs> well, Glenn would call that's it. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Other uh, nuggets are it would be the, It'd have to be called the Camus movie show, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's, that's very true. Oh, I uh, see. Okay. Peter, thank you very well, much. But he'd be good that. on the old McNuggets. The moose, yeah, yeah. But, well, that's got nothing to do with the other thing we were talking about. <laughs> now, agree. you, uh, they were two, com- for some reason, two completely separate conversations, <laughs> although uh, I've just lost the will to live after, <laughs> after the McNugget situation. Anyway, so yeah. you've been doing some impressions of Premier League managers well, yeah, over the weekend. I, I like to, yeah. Uh, via the, the old match of the day system where you mm. listen to what they say, then play it back. Yeah. You had a go at Neil Warnock. Well, I came up with a different. Most people do. Yes, I had a different style, Neil. I, I suddenly I did the stop go the me's, but then I, I sort of ended up imp, doing a bit of improv where I started filling in for him. You're here. Oh, okay, right, okay. Let's, let's hear it then. This is Andy as uh, Neil Warnock at the weekend. We were adamant it was a red card uh, on the me feet. You know, all season we had things go against us, and I, I thought that was it went against us today. I, I thought me. I, I thought it was a red card. It was a, re, a red card. Me. <laughs> Anywhere else on the pitch. Why do you do him camp? Um, you do him camp for some reason. Everyone else on the pitch. I like to stay at Camp Warnock. <laughs> yes, Camp Warnock's fantastic. I did. I was tennis coach there one summer. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Yeah, you get that one. And then I had a, a go at a new one. You see, did, see well, if Pep. You can, well, I was going to say. Oh, sorry. See, okay. See if you can it? guess who it is. Pep. <laughs> Am I right? You are. Okay. Let's say you go on with Pep then. The God or so of standing. The God is standing. Beautiful girls, the chances we create. And Kevin played a good 30 minutes, Phil Foden always Kevin, Kevin played a whole good 30 minutes. High, high level. <laughs> yeah, so it was about Andy Murray, that's true. <laughs> yeah. International break, a long time. You could say an international break. It's, it's, it's very, very Andy Murray. Yeah. International <laughs> break? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> international break. <laughs> Joe Glenn. Don't hate me, guys. <laughs> You're going to hate me, guys. Hate me. <laughs> Do an Ovis well, advert. There, there you go. Well, that means they all basically sound like you. <laughs> they don't all they? basically sound There's the same. slight variations. I'm on, to give this up. Very slight variations <laughs> on your voice. <laughs> no. Roy Hodgson's the only. That's the one you've nailed. You'll never <laughs> yeah. beat that. Andy. No, I never beat that. You're like that's Orson it. Wells. You've done your Citizen Kane, <laughs> yeah. and you're now making. Well, you're now making no, lager I, I adverts. Still, I can do John Arlott, and of course, on the weekend we had the John Arlott Derby, Southampton against Bournemouth. Yeah, was in the my game. view, is the John Arlott. Is that Derby. what you call it? Well, it is that sort of Hampshire-based derby. It's never on telly live, and actually, judging by the game on Saturday, I think they made the right decision. So you think John might have been saying, Mark O'Gabby, couldn't it? Cow's backside with a banjo. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why he sounds like that. He's gone northern now. You've turned everything into Joe Gladwin. <laughs> and I called him Marco as well. It gets even worse. <laughs> Sorry about never that. Never mind. What can you do? He did, did he ever do the football commentary, John Arlott? He wouldn't he have done did, it. He did, I think. Did he do football yes, commentary? He did, yeah. He used to write on football. He used to be a football match reporter and all that. Really? Oh, yeah. What a tremendous goal. That would be great. <laughs> Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all. It could have been, it could have been you him. You don't not, quite have the right Ken. Yeah. thing for football. but uh, Ricky Veer. Still Ricky Veer. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it could great, be a Great, great commentary oh, yeah. moments with John Arlott. We'll see if Motti might know if we ever <laughs> came across Arlott and he was doing... Uh, no. Anyway, we'll move on. Okay. So, um, anything else? You've well, got? I was quite fascinated. I hope we can get them in. It's a play mm. uh, set at the Crucible in Sheffield for the World Snooker Championship yeah. has been wowing them on Broadway. It's wow. called The Nap. Who think that Americans would be interested in this? But it's a, it's a play about snooker. Yeah, it's been a sold-out show, and it's been the New York Times critic 
uh, critics. But it is, by the, to be fair, it's written by the guy who wrote One Man, Two Governors. And okay. If you saw that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So, that's, so we'll uh, try and look into this a little bit more. Yeah, we'll see if we can uh, find out a bit more about it. It's not called One White Ball, Two Cues, but it should but, be. Okay, well, it sounds good. We'll look out for that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Don't ask me. T20, don't ask me. Andy and I were only on for uh, one show last week on Monday. And they said, why don't you just ask me five questions about uh, well, Monday? I, I knew I didn't have a chance. We I, never I know. I don't remember the show at all. You've only had one I'm, show to revise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> revise. He doesn't revise. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice, easy one to kick I remember off. Motti came in. John Watson. No, that's oh, not the question. Not <laughs> um, we spoke to Paul Breen-Turner and uh, we chatted about a fantastic win o- uh, over Armenia by which team? Gibraltar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you let the, That's the easy one. Okay, what's the next one then? I've got there it is. Okay. Um yes. Uh now the World Conquer Championship, the overall prize yes. winner, right, mm. the overall champion. Was it a man or a woman? Oh no, it was a woman. Oh well done, you're on fire. Yeah. Karen Holloway, well done to her, she won it. Don't ask me the name that was it St. John Crisp, the bloke we spoke. No, no, no. <laughs> Sinjin Crisp, I don't think that's a good name, but it, it's it, it, it wasn't his name him. had to be William, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jamie Mackey joined us. Yeah, uh, he'd scored against one of his old clubs for which club? Who was he playing for when he scored the goal against his old club, Plymouth? Uh, he went to QPR and, and he's gone to. Um, uh, oh remember, it was Barnsley. <laughs> Close. Oxford United. Um, uh, yes, and uh, Chaz Nuki Bird, the author of a new book, mm. uh, he described Arsene Wenger as the ultimate sporting what? <laughs> Don't remember what I time of day it is. Yes. The ultimate sporting. Yeah, it's Adrian's time. Oh, I know. Geek. Geek. Well done, Andy. Geek. Yeah. And finally, that's not what uh, you wanted to say. Paul, yeah, Paul Doswell, no, like the, the Sutton United manager, joined us. Uh, his boys were knocked out the Scottish Challenge Cup playing where? Oh, in Ireland, they played Bohemians. What? Oh, see, it's How all come that? back to him. This is we're just, yeah, you didn't look in the end. Uh, you were you were done by Barnsley slash Oxford United. <laughs> not too bad. You made a fist of it, so yeah. well done. Stick, well, stick to one show a week. Yeah, <laughs> just quality is going to go it. right through the roof. Completely, just stick to <laughs> yeah, one yeah, show yeah, a week. That's what he really meant. <laughs> There we are. Uh, that's uh, this afternoon's show. Another Tom- fold-away edition. In- oh, beautiful. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be talking about Bournemouth and Lionel Messi. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Not not in one conversation. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, amongst other things. And, of course, uh, looking back on the, the goons in action tonight against Leicester. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that, generally. That. Uh, have a great evening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.